106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Welcome back to the show. I uh, got lots to talk about in terms of pop culture, movie news. Um, and I got two TV shows to talk about. Um, and also two, or actually no, three movies. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Uh, so let's just do the pop culture news first. Thing, first thing I will talk about is Kanye West. Uh, as you guys may have heard, he was running for president, and then, uh, as you might have heard also, he recently dropped out. Basically, he started running and then dropped out within a week. Um, it, he he himself has not confirmed this yet, as far as I've seen, but his campaign staff has, so I feel like that should be good enough, but um, part of me is wondering if he only ran so he could back out and then endorse, you know, most likely Trump because he's been known in the past to say that he's a Trump fan. He's been to the White House. He's worn a MAGA hat. Uh, I don't get political on here, but at the same time, it's fucking Kanye West running for president. I feel like that alone warrants me to talk a little bit about it. Um I think we can all agree that uh, Kanye West would be a terrible president. Um, or maybe you don't agree with me. Maybe you think he'd be great. But um, if I'm being honest, I think Kim Kardashian would be a better president than him. Um, no offense. I know he's probably got some uh, some some issues. Um, and I think his music's good. So just like no disrespect at all, but at the same time, you would not be a good president. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sure most of you agree with me, if not all of you, that that would just not be good. However, the memes would be great. Um, next bit of movie news I have is that Jude Law was casted as Captain Hook in a live-action Peter Pan movie by Disney titled Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, nobody else is casted yet except for... Captain Hook. I'm excited for Jude Law to portray him. I'm sure they're going to put him in makeup, make him look more like the character should. Um, but at the same time, you know, maybe they'll go in a little bit different of a direction. It's possible they've done it with other live-action movies. Um, however, I think they're going to stick, or at least I hope that they're going to stick to the source of material because Peter Pan is one of one of the most classic stories in terms of Disney movies. Um, so I hope they do it well. Uh, in terms of who I would like to play, uh, different characters for Peter Pan, no clue. Uh, that's, that's big shoes to fill. Uh, however, I do think that Wendy would be good played as, um, played by Thomasin McKenzie, who you might know from Jojo Rabbit. Uh, she played, I can't remember her name in the movie, but she was the Jewish girl, basically. 
Um, I think she'd be very good as Wendy. And then also I thought of Roman Griffin Davis, who played JoJo. I think he'd be good as Michael. Um, I think he's a little too young to play Peter Pan. Uh, however, Michael was the younger brother of Wendy. And I think in JoJo, C- uh, JoJo Siwa, JoJo Rabbit, uh, they kind of had a brother-sister dynamic, even though JoJo was slightly in love with her. Um, <clears throat> and then for one of the Lost Boys, Cubby, the one that wears the bear costume, I think Archie Yates, who played uh, um, JoJo's friend in that. I can't remember his name either. But, um, yeah, he would be cute as that character. Either that or John, who is the other brother of Wendy. Um, But, yeah, I am very excited to hear about this. Uh, I think Jude Law will do a good job. He's a great actor. Um... And, yeah, we'll just see how he does. I'm curious to see how he's going to portray Captain Hook. And I'm also curious to see who else they cast, because that's that's a tough feat, definitely. I'm excited to see who they cast as Peter Pan. I wonder if they're going to go down the younger route, which I hope they do. Um, I'm sure they will. But at the same time, I'm wondering if they're going to go for somebody like Tom Holland's age who can pass for, like, a high schooler, you know? Um, But, yeah, I'm excited to see who they cast as Peter Pan. Also, Smee, um, who you might know is just, like, Captain Hook's right-hand man. Uh, I was honestly thinking Taika Waititi wouldn't be terrible as Smee. I think he could kind of pull it off, but at the same time, I think they would go for somebody else. Um, he he doesn't really have that, like, bumbling attitude of Mr. Smee. He, like, I don't know. To be honest, I think Taika Waititi would have been kind of a good Captain Hook. Uh, I know that Adam Driver was one of the people that they were considering for the role, but I believe he turned it down. I think that would have been a pretty good casting as well. Um, But yeah, we'll see how Jude Law does. Uh, I think he'll do a good job. He's a great actor. He's got the chops. And I think with the right amount of makeup, making him look more like the character, and changing his mannerisms a little bit, I think he could do a fantastic job. Um, So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Next bit of movie news is that the director... Uh, Lee Winnell, who directed The Invisible Man, um, as well as he's worked on the Saw movies, the Insidious movies, um, and many others, uh, mainly a horror-based director, uh, slash writer, but he is going to be directing Wolfman, starring Ryan Gosling, uh, This movie intrigues me for sure, especially since Ryan Gosling is attached to it, and now even more so since the um, Invisible Man director is attached to direct this. Um, For for those of you who don't know, the Invisible Man movie uh, that came out this year with Elizabeth Moss, uh, that's the one I'm talking about, basically. And if you haven't seen that yet, I would highly suggest it. It was very good and slightly underrated, Um, and will probably be on my top ten of this year. Um, 
last bit of movie news is Power Rangers. Uh, there's going to be a reboot, so the Power Rangers movie that came out, you know, won't be connected to that, uh, the one that came out a while ago. I like that one. Personally, I didn't grow up liking Power Rangers. I thought it was kind of stupid. Um, I did enjoy that movie, but it sounds like this is going to be taking it in a different direction. Sounds like it's going to be changing the characters, just like shaking everything the fans know about it, kind of. So, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be different from what I hear, um, which isn't a bad thing at all. And, uh, yeah, there's not going to be like seven, I think there are. I think there's just going to be like more, I don't know. It's promising that it's not going to be like all the Power Rangers TV shows or movies before. It's going to be like very different. Um, and part of the way it's going to be different is that the Power Rangers themselves are going to be time traveling to the 90s, which is kind of cool um, because the 90s is when Power Rangers really got its start and... I don't know. Time travel is always interesting. Uh, I just hope that they aren't trying to do like an Avengers Endgame kind of thing. If you haven't seen Avengers Endgame right now and that I just spoiled it for you, you deserve to get it spoiled. I don't care. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's interesting to me. Uh, The villain will be Lord Zed. For those of you who are familiar with Power Rangers, you're probably like, oh shit. But uh, for me, I have no idea who that is. Um, The only villain in Power Rangers I know is the one from the movie that came out a few few years ago. And I can't even remember her name. So, yeah. Uh, That's all I have for movie news. So, let's just get into... We'll do uh, the movies I watched first. Because the TV shows, I have a little bit more to say about. Uh, so we'll just start with War of the Worlds from 2005, starring Tom Cruise, directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, so when I was younger, I watched this movie, and it freaked the fuck out of me. Uh, I had, like, nightmares about it and shit like that. Watching it now, it was still, like, freaky, but it definitely wasn't as scary as I remember it being. Uh, which is often the case when you're freaked out by a movie when you're younger, and then you revisit it when you're older, it's, you know, not as scary. But this movie was very good and very well made, and it still holds up to this day. Um, 2005 really wasn't that long ago, so... uh, But at the same time, there's a lot of movies from that time that the effects are just not great. But the effects fucking hold up in this movie... Uh, it seems like they used practical effects wherever they could, which I commend. Not enough movies use practical effects these days. Um, but yeah, I love the visuals of this movie. The cinematography is great. Uh, the acting, of course, is great. And it's a very good disaster movie about aliens where it's different from Independence Day. It's different from, well, to be honest, I haven't seen Independence Day. Uh, you can attack me if if you want, you know, on my social media. And just be like, what the hell, you haven't seen Independence Day? I haven't seen it. 
but I basically know what it's about. I've seen plenty of clips, you know. It's a classic. I pretty much know how it plays out. Um, it's unlike that. It's unlike, you know, Godzilla or 2012. It's it's a really different kind of disaster movie where you feel like there's really a good narrative. Um, yeah, the story is very good. Um and the sense of scale, holy shit, like, oof, to be honest, thinking about it creeps me out more than watching it some, sometimes, but, um, just the idea of, we'd be fucking helpless against these, uh, tripod things, and the noise they make, fucking creepy as hell, uh, but yeah, Tom Cruise, get plenty of scenes of him running, uh, which is perfect, that's what you need in a Tom Cruise movie, by the way, I'm probably going to be reviewing the, uh, Mission Impossible series eventually, uh, with Tom Cruise, not the TV show, um, so look out for that, also, I will be reviewing, uh, let me look, um, I will also be reviewing some of the Robert Zemeckis movies, Specifically, Castaway, Forrest Gump, and the Back to the Future trilogy. Uh, I might do more than that, but that's also planned for the near future. Uh, also, next week, as long as plans don't fall through, should be having a guest on. Uh, that episode will either come out on Wednesday or Saturday. Those are the two days I normally post. Um, and in terms of just a solo episode... We'll see if that comes out next week or if it's just going to be the guest episode. Uh, not quite sure yet. But uh, I'll leave the guest as a surprise until it, you know, happens. So, uh, yeah, just expect that next week. Very excited for it. Uh, it's one I've been hoping to do for a while. Uh, ever since I, uh, you know, I don't want to say too much. I'm just excited. Um... But yeah, it should be a very good episode. Um, but yeah, let's keep talking about movies. Uh, I also watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. This is directed by Edgar Wright. It stars Michael Sarah and uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Great fucking movie. Honestly, I didn't like it the first time I watched it. I was a little bit younger when I watched it. Um, and then I watched it again, and I didn't like it. And then I watched it two more times, and then I fucking loved it. Um, I don't know why I didn't like it at first, because it's definitely a kind of movie I like. Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe my taste just changed over time, but I fucking love this movie now. It's really funny. It's, you know, I love the visual effects. Um the special effects and all that makes it look like a comic book. Uh, there's also a lot of video game, um, kind of references and also just like sounds and looks that make it kind of feel like a video game. Um, and it definitely looks like a comic book. Uh, I already said that, but like it, it really does look like a comic book. Um, so yeah, if you're a fan of, 
somewhat over the top slash cheesy slash also just like cool looking kind of comic book slash video game movies, I guess. Um, this might be up your alley. Um, the director, Edgar Wright, also directed Baby Driver, which I'm a big fan of that movie. And uh, like Baby Driver, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World has a very good soundtrack. The music, uh, you know, is a big part of the movie. It plays into it and it adds to it, uh, very much like Baby Driver. But, um, yeah, like, literally with both movies, music are, are uh, music is a big part of it. Because um, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, he has his band called Sex Babom. And they're doing, like, Battle of the Bands and shit. And basically this character, Ramona Flowers, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, comes in. He falls in love with her. And uh, he has to battle her seven evil exes in order to be able to, you know, date her, I guess. So, yeah, there's a lot of wacky characters that show up. Um, Lucas Lee, played by Chris Evans. That one was funny. There's uh, Gideon, who is the big one, big bad. Uh, there's Roxy. Um, trying to think of who else, Matthew Patel, lots of funny people, but Michael Sarah, this is probably like Michael Sarah at his best. He kind of, in a way, only plays one character in most movies. Um, you know, if you like Michael Sarah, I'm sorry, but he kind of plays the same character all the time, you know, but I, at the same time, I haven't seen him in a whole lot. So, you know yeah uh but i fucking love this movie if you haven't watched it by now it's on netflix go watch it please i highly suggest it war of the worlds i i don't know where you're gonna watch that i i uh, own that one so if you want to watch that you'll have to figure that out uh the next movie uh is called oh brother where art thou it's directed by the coen brothers who directed big lebowski buster scruggs which i will be watching soon um, but yeah, I fucking love these directors. Um, I love their work, uh, and everything they've done that I've seen so far. Uh, and this movie might be one of my favorite movies now. Um, also like Edgar Wright, this movie, uh, did a good job with the soundtrack. Uh, also like Scott Pilgrim vs. The World and Baby Driver. Uh, the music does play into it quite a bit, and also they have a band called the Soggy Bottom Boys. This movie has, uh, Tim Blake Nelson, John Turturro, I believe that's how you say his name, and George Clooney. Um, also Holly Hunter's in it, but it is about these escaped convicts who are trying to find some treasure, get himself, get themselves into wacky antics, um, you know get seduced by some sirens they record a song and they become you know spoiler alert a hit and they don't even know it they rob help a guy rob a bank they do all sorts of wacky shit along the way and uh all this while trying not to get caught by the cops it's a fantastic movie so well made ah, man i honestly watched it a couple times after uh after watching it for the first time and I'm big I'm a big fan of this movie um man I'm a man of constant sorrow that's like the song in here 
Fucking love that song. I catch myself singing that on a daily basis. Uh, just a fantastic movie. Um, probably one of Coen Brothers' best. Uh, if you haven't seen it by now, I highly suggest it. Again, I own this one, so you you guys will have to take the liberty of finding out where you can watch it. Uh, but yeah, Buster Scruggs is another one. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs with Tim Blake Nelson, who's also in also in this movie. Um, and that's on Netflix, so if you want to watch that one, check it out. I'll be reviewing it sometime soon. Uh, in terms of movies, that's all I have. This probably isn't going to be the longest podcast episode. I'll try to get it 30 minutes, but I, uh, didn't have as much to talk about this week. Uh, so TV. First thing I want to talk about is the first season of Russian Doll, um, so, this show is about a girl, well, a lady named, um, oh, shoot, let me look at the cast real quick. That'll help me out. <clears throat> so, this show is created by, uh, one sec, Leslie Headland. Natasha Leone, who plays the main character in this show, and also Amy Poehler. Um, there's only one season out so far. I believe the second season is supposed to be coming out this year, but uh, I don't know if they've shot it yet, so, you know, that's kind of up in the air. But it's only seven episodes. They're about, like, 20-ish minutes each. Not a hard thing to binge. Uh, and it's basically about, I'll read the synopsis, a cynical young woman in New York keeps dying and returning to the party that's been thrown for her in honor on that same evening. She tries to find a way out of this strange time loop. Uh, another one says, On Nadia's 36th birthday, she is struck by a car and killed, only to find herself alive and well back at her own birthday party earlier that night. When she dies again, her timeline resets. Nadia begins to question her own sanity as she strives to unravel the mystery of why and how this is all happening. So yeah, kind of a Groundhog Day kind of thing, except, uh, you know, it doesn't set back when she falls asleep. She has to die in order for time to set back, and she dies a whole lot. <laughs> um, this show has a lot of personality. Uh, I like the actor actress um who plays Nadia, she's a really good character. Also, Charlie Barnett, who plays Ellen, like him. Lots of good characters all around in this show. It's really funny, uh, but it's also, like, really heartfelt and just well-acted and directed and all that. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking for something to binge that, you know, won't take a fucking week to do... Definitely watch Russian Doll. Uh, I finished it in a couple days. I'm excited for season two. I can't wait to see where they go with it. Uh, however, I will say it takes maybe like two or three episodes to really like know where it's going. Um, it's not to say that the first few episodes are bad. It just takes a minute to like really... Um, show a sign of like oh okay i can kind of see where it's going now um and once it does that it just escalates for me and i'm like oh shit 
Um, so yeah, in the end, I was fucking hooked and can't wait for the next season. Uh, all right. So this is the big one that I wanted to talk about. This show had me crying, had me laughing, um, has me thinking about it days after finishing it. Um, it's a Netflix original. It's a limited series, so I believe they're only doing one season and done. I believe there's eight episodes, maybe seven, uh, close to an hour, well, about 40-ish, 50 minutes each. It's called Hollywood. Um, so, holy shit, this is probably, like, my favorite show that I've watched recently. It stars... David Cornsweet, Corn sorry if I'm saying that wrong, as Jack Costello, Darren Chris as Raymond Ainsley, Laurie Harrier as Camille Washington, Joe Mantello as Dick Samuels, Dylan McDermott as Ernie West, Jake Picking as Rock Hudson, Jeremy Pope as Archie Coleman, Holland Taylor as Ellen Kincaid, Samara Weaving as Claire Wood, Jim Parsons as Henry Wilson, Patty Lapone as Avis Amberg, Maud Apatow as Henrietta. Um, so, yeah, a really star-studded cast. Queen Latifah's also in it for a couple episodes as Hattie McDaniel. You might recognize a couple of those names. Hattie McDaniel, um, Henry Wilson, uh, Rock Hudson. Those three people were real. Also, Ernie West was real. This takes place post-World War II. And it's a reimagining of the golden era of Hollywood in films. If Hollywood had embraced diversity more, uh, Archie's character, he's black and gay. And he is the writer of the movie that they're working on in this show. Uh, and so, you know, that's all, all, already um, a big hurdle to try to get over. Um, and then Laura Harrier's character, Camille Washington... Uh, who you might know played Liz in Spider-Man Homecoming. She's fucking incredible in this, uh, this show. Um, you know, she is going to be the, trying to be the lead actress in this movie that they're making. And the movie that they're making is called Peg. It's based on Peg and Whistle, I believe is how you say it, and Whistle. Um, she was basically an actress who... Back in the 30s, I believe, threw herself off the H in the Hollywood sign after, you know, being cut from a film um, and committed suicide. So this movie that they're making is based on that. Um, and yeah, I don't want to spoil a whole lot because I really want a lot of people to go watch this. This is it's incredibly well acted. Great script. Um yeah, all around, just, like, such a great story, really touched, like, I don't know, it made me cry in a lot of spots, um, just because, you know, especially with everything that's going on right now with the Black Lives Matter movement, and just kind of knowing the real history behind some of this, um, you know, it meant a lot to see history kind of play out differently. Kind of like in, spoiler alert, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, at the end of that movie, Sharon Tate, you know, 
didn't end up dying, which in real life she did. But, you know, it's a little bit somber because you know the real history, but at the same time it's, you know, kind of heartwarming and touching because, you know, you expect to see somebody die because you know the history of it, and then they don't kill them off, and it's like, you know, yeah. And the show kind of does that, and also the movie that they're working on, uh, you know, has elements of that as well. So it really kind of, yeah, it takes that plot point, you know, changing history um, from what it actually was. Which I think if you watch the show, you really, after watching it at least, you should look up more about the real history of it because it, I don't want to say it adds to it, but at the same time, I don't want people going around watching this and then being misinformed thinking that this is actually how it played out because it definitely wasn't. Um, but yeah, in terms of acting, the acting is fucking incredible in this movie. Um, Darren Crisp does a great job. Laurie Harrier's great. David Cornsweet as Jack Costello loves him. Everybody involved. There wasn't a single bad, you know, performance in this. Samara Weaving was incredible. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really want to say about it. Jim Parsons was very good. Uh, the only bad thing about this show is there's a lot of sex in it. It made me uncomfortable at times, but at the same time, it was supposed to in certain situations. Um, so, yeah, I understand it. But at the same time, like, there was a lot of sex in this show. Um, I never watched Game of Thrones, but it was kind of like that for me. Um, but yeah, anyway, fucking watch Hollywood. It, it'll take a little bit of time to get through it, but after, like, actually, no. it For me, I was hooked immediately. Maybe it took me, like, two episodes to really be hooked, but uh, after that, I couldn't stop watching it. It's a great show, very well acted, definitely gonna be watching it again and pretty sure that's it uh yeah again that's on netflix if you want to watch it not if you want to watch it i'm literally telling you to watch it please such a great show highly recommend it um yeah that's it i am gonna plug my social media now if you want to go follow me on instagram it's pop underscore uh culture underscore podcast my Facebook is at Pop Culture Podcast SH, or just search PCP. Should be pretty easy to find. Also, I have a website. Uh, so if you go to my Facebook page, uh, should be able to find a link to the website there. Pretty easy to find. And on that website, there's a link to the merch store. I make all the designs myself. Uh, there's also links on where to listen and also how to get in contact with me. I will be back next week. Um, don't know if I'm going to do a solo episode next week. We will see. I'm going to try to, uh, but there will also be a guest episode. So I will be posting on both Wednesday and Saturday. Um, 
well, we'll see. We'll see if I do both days. I'm trying to think. I'm going to try to make it a point to do a solo episode and a guest episode. Because usually when I have a guest on, I would like to do a solo episode that week as well. Because I just like doing these. Um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, not a very long episode today. I know. Sorry about that. But um, yeah, I'm really excited for next week. Seriously, guys. Uh, it's going to be a great episode uh, with my special guest, which uh, if I post the solo episode on Wednesday, then I will tell you guys who it is on that episode. Um, but if I don't post a solo episode on Wednesday, you'll just have to wait until the guest episode comes out. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that should be it for today. Hope you guys are doing good. I know I am. Um, been playing some video games and shit like that. Just kind of trying to keep myself entertained. Um, and doing a good job of it. Uh, yeah, that's all I gotta say. I probably shouldn't ramble on anymore. Thank you guys for listening. I love your faces. Please go buy my merch because I, I got some really cool shit over there. Um, yeah, I'll probably post a link to the website on my Facebook. Oh, also, there's a link in the bio on Instagram for the website. So that might be easier for you guys. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening again. Go watch Hollywood. Go watch Russian Doll. Go watch Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Check out War of the Worlds if you can. And, uh, yeah, just be good.